whether we trust Steve Trundolo and John Thornton or not, we have no choice but to have to. Mm-hmm. Steve Trundolo has influenced today's roster so much. There will for sure be an influence on the possibility of the new DP and Carlos Vela resigning or not. What is up, gang? Welcome to the Los Angeles Saga Show. I am your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside my good friend, Jonathan Ortega. Jonathan, good morning, my friend. You awake? Good, good morning. I'm awake. We're here. Are you sure? 100%. Do I need to put the volume up a little bit so you can wake up? Uh, I can, t- I can take some volume. All right, there you I go. Enjoy some water, boys, while we're at it. J. Cole, man. Jid. Cold World. Cold World. Dreamville, all of them. They're awesome, man. People of our generation. Love these guys. But we got some LAFC to talk about. Lots of LAFC to talk about. When don't we have something to talk about? Right? Be honest, man. Are you still hurting about the derby loss? A little bit. A little bit, right? <laughs> just a bit. Just, just a, a bit. bit. A little bit. Uh, just because it's, it's just had a little bit more juice to it than, than, a, than a regular game, you know? I missed my class on Thursday. <laughs> Both of them. 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Oh, my gosh, Jerry. I was too depressed, bro. I didn't go to work Wednesday. Didn't go to work yesterday. You couldn't even ref? Guess what? I ain't working today either. Oh, my God. See what you guys do to my boy right here? <laughs> it hurts, man. See what the black and gold does sometimes? This hurts. Chris Penso, man, you done this to me. This ain't right. He's, that referee scarred you so much, you can't even referee now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm afraid I'm going to make dumb decisions like him <laughs> over here at Intermuros in Castellan Beach. Nah, no, man. What? No dumb decisions, please. Yeah. Oh, man. No, in all seriousness, I had the week off. Thank God, because I needed it. Yeah, we all need it. We all need times off. We all need to take care of ourselves. Was I lazy at home? Yeah, for once. For the first time in, like, what, 15 months? Hey, what about spring break? Hey, what happened to spring break? Stays in spring break, man. We don't talk about all that. All right, fair, fair, fair. You know what I mean? (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the Los Angeles Saga Show. Again, I am your host, Jerry Reynoso. Jonathan Ortega here. Uh... Usually you plug in your ad right there. At where John at? There you go. Now he's awake. Is in the podcast and at Twenty Two West. At Twenty Two West LB. The USU at Cal State Long Beach at in Long Beach. I don't know. This is a. Uh, I want to say we're by Twenty Two, so I want to say this is the. We're in the USU. Yeah, 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 we're in the USU, but I'm telling you which which part of Long Beach. Was it the west side? Ooh. No, not even the west side. East. We're east side. East side. Yeah, east side Long Beach. Snoop. Snoop been kicking up. Well, actually, no, Snoop hasn't been kicking up in here, man. When was the last time he came to Cal State? I don't even think he's ever been here. I could be wrong, but come on, Snoop. Dang. Open invitation here on the podcast. Talk some football and blunts if you want. <laughs> Speaking of football and blunts. You're going to get the opportunity that next week, next Wednesday, OC. OCSC versus LAFC at the bank on 420. Shout out to the 442 Originals. Kickoff at 422. Is it really? I think it's at like 4, but still. Interesting. Is it really? I think it's so. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I got yeah, right you here. double check that, man. It is at 
1930. Dude, I'm in a dilemma is, right now, man. What? It's either 420, blaze it up at the LAFC game, which I won't do, but I will be there. Why or, are you saying that? <laughs> or, or works on intramurals mm. on Wednesday. Mm. What should I the do? The tournament man? is actually next Wednesday. You know, right? The the playoffs start yeah, next, the playoffs Wednesday? next Wednesday? Oh! I know because our game is at five, and if we win again, then we play again at like at eight. No way! Yeah. Fuck! So I'm going to have to celebrate in between games. I guess. So I guess we're not going to the game. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to not. Wednesday's game? Oh. Probably not. Eh. I mean, damn. Did you want to go to that one that badly? I did. Oh, okay. The reason why I wanted to go is because I have a journalism project. It's my final project. Mm -hmm. And I got to make a four to six minute video. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about doing a U.S. Open Cup documentary and what it meant for, Ooh. you know, Orange County SC fans to be in the Open Cup, to be here. And Good concept. Yeah, but no, I can't do it. Well, you can. No, I'm I'm, I'm working in playoffs. Bro. Oh, okay. Bet. That's where I'm making most of my money. Bet. I'm going <laughs> to slide you at 20 before the game starts anyways. Okay. Well, this is my Venmo. I'll put it on my badge. <laughs> I'll put the QR code on. <laughs> hey man, you want you want a two zero lead at the start of the game, man? Let me know, bro. Here's my Venmo. Don't forget that transaction fee. Yeah, there you go. Was it like ten percent? Yeah, yeah, fifty cents. Hey man, if I'm gonna be a bad ref like Chris Pencil, I gotta be a better ref. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at least do it right. If I'm the baddest, I'm not I'm the baddest. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody gonna top me. Hell yeah. No, but in all honesty, you as a member who has paid ten dollars to play in this league at Casa Long Beach Intramurals. No, no, let me tell you. <clears throat> rate my refereeing officiating performance. Dude, you asked me this last week. Yeah, but I just need to, like, I, I need you, reassurance, you, bro. I'm insecure took, of myself. <laughs> you took the week off now. <laughs> I brought you down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got chopped on Wednesday. Didn't even get a card, bro. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was about to say. Well, you guys. Well, you, you wouldn't even know because you weren't there. Yeah, because I was busy. Shh. I was busy sleeping, man. Shh. I need rest. You're a good ref, but. Availability is the best ability, <laughs> and you've only ref one of my games, Jerry. So or you've missed you how many say, games bro. have you missed, dog? One. Yeah. On Wednesdays, yeah, one. All right, all right whatever. My ankle was mashed potatoes. Bro. Oh, that's right. Whole ass purple mashed potatoes. It's good though. Now it's good. You good now? Kind of. You ain't walking. You ain't walking in it's crutches not perfect, no more. But that's what it is. I still scored a goal. It's tough, man, refing in these leagues because one, it's intramural league, mm -hmm. so. The university puts these made-up rules. It pisses me off. The slide tackling rule is just funky, dude. No, I mean, no, I don't even know. That one I'll accept. It's like, all right, no one wants to get hurt. No one wants to do paperwork. Sure, no slide tackling. Cool. It's kind of hard to tell if you're slide tackling or not because you're playing at night on a wet pitch. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, are they slipping or are they sliding? Yeah, that's not, that's my problem with it. Like, I, I understand that you don't want to get slide tackled. I don't want to get slide tackled either. But... Half the things aren't even slide tackles. You're like yeah. you're diving to block the ball, and they're like. So I think I I think I got away from I think player, I got like, the day off for the week. Not even the week. I got the week off, bro, mm. because I don't call slide tackles. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's football, man. They like put you on administrative leave. Yeah, I'm on I'm on administrative leave. Like I'm Tim Donaghy <laughs> and shit, bro. Like, dude, what pisses me off, bro? And I, my bosses might be listening to this, mm. but Keyshawn, Keyshawn, yeah, <laughs> Keyshawn might be listening to this, bro, but. We don't do advantages mm. anymore because of me. Really? Let me like explain. It's out of the rule book now? It's out of the rule book now. Like, what? it wasn't even in it, but I did it because I know football. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, advantages are important. That's how it works. For example, there was one one uh, Friday game where the goalie came out of the... It's literally the 18-yard box is six yards long. Mm -hmm. That's how poor it is. 
It's a short box. You've seen it. We have cones. I mean, it's too. a small field. It's too, a small though, field so. too. So yeah, but the goalie comes out and um, slides on a player. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to slide. Obviously, it's an automatic yellow card. Mm-hmm. But once he slid on that player, the player that had the ball lost it, and the goalie was out of the out of the goal. So the player who had possession lost possession, but the possession was retained by his teammate. So he had an open shot. With no goalie. Yeah. How am I supposed to blow the whistle on that when it you know, you gotta play the advantage. And he missed it. And he yeah, and he missed it. He's ass. But it's <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? I got in trouble for that. hundred percent. Because I'm, I didn't call it. On this. I didn't call that the slide tag on the ref. I've always been I mean on the goalie. First. I've always been advantage over taking the free kick. Especially if you have because, still. Yeah, because that gives the opposition an opportunity to reset. Yeah, exactly. And the defense is like, oh, is it a foul? Is it not? Like, they don't know what to do. I'd rather take that that <sighs> uncertainty. It's it's frustrating, bro. As an attacker. It's like, what? Like, you're literally going to get on me for that? Yeah. <sighs> Whatever, though, Jerry. You took the week off to get your head off these things. That's true. Let's let's move on. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. It, had, it wasn't a busy week for me for once, but it was a busy week for LAFC. First thing first, uh, quick shout out to Christian Dominic Torres, young academy player who has signed a homegrown contract in 2019. He turns 20 today, I believe. Shout out to Christian Dom Torres. Shout out. Shout out to all the academy players too, because uh, right now is a Generation Adidas Cup season. Mm-hmm. The U15 of LAFC are in the semifinals right now. Ooh. Yeah, they had a great game against Toronto yesterday. Mm-hmm. I want to say 90th minute, but they only played 60 minutes. 60th minute goal. The equivalent. The equivalent, right? Yeah. That was a good one right there. GA Cup is always something special, especially for us youngsters here from Southern California, because it gives the opportunity to put your skills on a spotlight uh, for the world to see. And I really appreciate how MLS soccer is showcasing those games much more, whether if it's like a broadcast um on YouTube or Twitch, you know mm-hmm. these these are things that we need to put more light into. Yeah. So it's very cool to see uh, all these kids that could be potential superstars in the future. Like for example, and we had to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Alex Alcala, baller, plays for the Galaxy, unfortunately, but baller. he is a baller. That he kid was, is great. He was cooking Harry Maguire Jr. Yeah, all flank. all the Harry. Ma- <laughs> I saw that. You saw that, huh? I you know saw that, bro. I know exactly oh what you're And you know how much I hate Harry Maguire. So you know how much, <laughs> as a Man U fan, I was like, hey, I let that slide. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I've known this kid. I mean, I, I've had eyes on this kid uh, in terms of uh, his performance since he was about 12 years old. He used to play um, an academy team with my uncle. I'm trying to remember that academy team. But he used to play on that team. Um, and I used to follow him. You know, he used to do these outrageous trainings, like training sessions, all by himself. So he's really so he's, he's really on top it. of his stuff. You know, and him. that's you know really cool. Um, there's also the uh, Dallas uh, Cup Dallas showcase that's coming up soon, mm-hmm. which is very similar to the GA Cup, which is also held in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, My team played there one time. Oh, for real? Yeah. Did you play? <sighs> I got I got taken off for that one. The thing is, I joined the team right when they were changing it from, like, U17 to, like, the birth year thing. So, technically, I wasn't on the team, but I was. Because I was a 2000, but I wasn't a U17 or whatever. Yeah. So, they didn't let me go. Shh. That made no sense. All right. Yeah. My team got spanked by Antrak Frankfurt, though. It was, like, 7-1. to one. 
I have a crazy story of me like playing because I used to play for Long Beach City FC when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and <laughs> there was this player on the team that my brother played on. And of course, I'm a year older than my brother, so I couldn't play on the team. Mm-hmm. But the funny part is that we looked exactly like <laughs> that kid quit, but we looked just like each other. Mm-hmm. So I, the funny part too, <laughs> you had that Cal State ID. <laughs> no, yeah, I had it. I had that. Yeah, that Cal State ID. Yeah. It was his, uh-huh. and everyone called me by his name, which was Elmer. <laughs> And he took his photo. He, he took a photo with a beanie. Mm-hmm. So every game I played, I played with the no. beanie. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, dude. man. Uh, actually, shout out to him. He played a. He's a great friend of mine. Um, played at Long Beach uh, Poly High. Also played for Laufa and LAFC Academy. He is just got accepted into San Francisco University and will be playing for the soccer team there. Ooh, so shout man. out to uh, Omar. Uh, damn. How many? Oh, Omar Juarez. There you go. And shout out shout out yeah there's also a big tournament going on in barcelona i believe and i have some family that's up there and there's a lot of local clubs that are like affiliated with the barca academy la masia mm-hmm. um that are in that tournament right now la masia la masia come on i'm sorry man i hate barca good. it's all good it's all good i come la masa i know you know what i mean hey not everyone can be that good i understand the hate yeah that's why you didn't play against Eintracht frankfurt anywho <laughs> um as if I would have helped. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would have been like 10 more. Yeah, right. Shout out LA Premier, though. Or they don't even exist anymore. It's LA Surf now. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. They got taken bro. in. Do you oh. remember LA Premier? Yeah, I remember yeah, like LA Premier. Purple yeah. and yellow Purple team. and yellow team. Yeah. I, got, I got plenty of purple and yellow, though. Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah purple Unf- and gold now. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I got a bunch of Laker gear looking, so yeah. it's all good. There's a Total Football Academy, TFA. They're affiliated with, mm-hmm. the, I believe, the Arizona aspect of Barca. I played against them plenty of times. Laufa, which formerly was LA Soccer Club. Shout out to uh, the Colopsis family, who are one of the founding owners of those, that club. Now Laufa, which is LA United Football Academy. Um, there's several clubs, I believe, up there. Uh, Legends FC, which is well-known across California, has various ports of, uh, you know, chapters. Um but a big aspect of this tournament in Barcelona has a lot to do with the female game, okay. with the women's game. So that's something very exciting to see. That's the epicenter of women's football right now. Right now, yeah. Barcelona is killing it, bro. So it's a fine showcase that's going on over there for women's soccer. And, I mean, what a joy to see, you know, just the game evolving that way. Mm. Right now it's the youth's turn. That's the future. We're talking about Alex Agala. There's Ty Christian, goalkeeper for LAFC as well, in the youth aspect. There's a lot of guys, mm-hmm. you know. But for it to expand, that's how we get, that's how we get the Axel Kais of the world, or or the Ricardo Pepe's, the Jesus Ferreiras, mm-hmm. you know, all these guys. The Weston McKinney's, Weston the McKinney's, Blues, all these guys. This is where they come from. The so Gio Reynas. It's definitely something you should keep an eye on because one day, one day, you know, it could be Alex Alcala versus. Uh, Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. <laughs> but in a Manchester Derby, mm-hmm. which uh, you were, we were talking about earlier, Alex Agala actually has a, a sign clause or something. Or City has the option to bring him over when he's 18 or something. When he's like 18 that. years old, which That's is crazy. in about three years. That's crazy. What are we doing in three it's years? It's crazy how much the game has changed here, like so recently. Yeah. Like, like youth products are, so many of them have that 18 option in, in European clubs now. And I'm like, that was like unheard of like 10 years ago. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. You love to see it though. It is because it's like now the United States is becoming an epicenter for, 
you know, academy talent. products and just talent overall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Us for the United States, it's like, well, we have people here. We're trying to go tap into South America. Yeah. Or Europe. And Europe is always the toughest because the value is inflated as hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what's worse, gas prices or Europe value, but it makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but in terms of, you know, talent, it's rising quick over here. Yeah. And it's exciting. The thing is, I think we always have the talent. That exactly, but we just never had the like the, the shed of light on it exactly, yeah. and that's why you know I was bummed about the uh, developmental academy, the DA when it folded mm. after during the pandemic, which sucked. But to be honest, it was actually good because now there's the MLS Next, then MLS Next Pro. The you remember playing growing up and you know being within DA, mm. there's 500 clubs in the DA. Oh yeah, 100%. it's like there's so much competition, bro. How how much exposure can you really put on that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, but now it's more like mainstream. Mile is more condensed. There's only about 200 clubs. Yeah. MLS Next has very few uh, MLS Next. But my brother is actually playing. He plays for Legends FC. Um, not for the MLS Next team, mm-hmm. but they're playing the MLS Next team of, oh, he was telling me. I'm trying to remember. Yikes. I think it was New York Red Bulls, but I could be wrong. Mm. But that's, you know, that that small exposure <clears throat> of just, you know the competition is more thin, meaning there's more, there's less eyes to put people on. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, there's less more eyes to put less people on. on. That makes more sense. It's too early for this shit, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing these word plays at me. Terry, yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. It's like supply and demand. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, there's a point at the end of there. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm talking about, cause you know what I meant. No, I agree, bro. Plus, dude, like, seeing, like, Serginho Dest, Gio Reyna, Weston McKinney, all these players, like, even Matthew Hoppy to an extent, like, dude, I feel like that's going to happen so much more often now, especially with things like GA Cup, Dallas Cup, and all this. Yeah. And that's the crazy part is it's not just that. There's, there's so much more of the American football premier that I'm not much know about. Like, for example, the UPSL, that national championship, which is, that is another example of the DA where... I, th- I believe there's like 400 teams in each conference and there's like 18 conferences or something like that in the UPSL. And it so happened to have that the LAFC Academy of the U19s made it to the semifinal of that against three other clubs that, you know, and it's like club soccer. You pay to play mm-hmm. and you play for money and, you know, for whatever it is, <laughs> it is. But it's just the fact the overall exposure that we get from that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're actually playing for. It's not about the money. It's not about... Um, you know, playing football. It's about what's next after this. Well, let me work my ass off and get this exposure. The MLS Next provides that exposure already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? UPSL, MPSL, NISA, all these other lower le- lower league uh, divisions, you're fighting for exposure. MLS Next provides exposure automatically. Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful part about it. Well yeah. said. So that's what's going on in the in the youth world right now. What is happening in the senior world of football, especially for LAFC, the is senior citizen world. yeah, the, the senior citizen world. Diego not Rossi, any, not anymore. yeah, Diego Rossi is officially, ooh, he's officially gone. <sighs> Moment of silence. Good and bad. Thank you, Diego, for everything you've done, man. Baller, killing it at Fenerbahce, by the way. Yeah, making scoring bangers. Scoring bangers. Making people dance, doing his thing. You know, everything that we've we've seen here is nothing new. Mm-hmm. You know, 
that's again too you know there there he's his work that has been going on here at LAFC is finally being showcased in Europe mm-hmm. that's exactly what we wanted ever since we signed him signed him for 3 million we sold him for uh close to 10 close to 10 plus okay. we have a sell on percentage uh for future uh sales uh on behalf of business that Fenerbahce does mm-hmm. so it's like it's Very a win win nice. you know we got what we wanted from him we gave him what he wanted and we're getting a little bit more extra in return. Yeah. Cool. Worked out for everyone. It Literally. sucks that he's gone, but business is business. And I would like to say that John Thornton did his thing. Mm-hmm. Did his thing. He was cooking. That's $10 million right there plus the loan fee. Cooking with oil. And then you have the Twista uh, deal, which was about 7 which I believe also has a sell-on percentage. Hopefully. Hopefully. Should. I like I like some extra change. Mm-hmm. It's like that herf when it comes into your direct deposit as college students. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's this? Nice. <laughs> nice little cushion. Yeah, all right. But with that, we now have, I mean, we've already had it, but it's a for sure deal that we have a free DP spot, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, okay, now we get to talk about when and who can we acquire with this DP spot. You and I were talking about we had a few options. You want to go over that a little bit? Uh, Let's tap in. Let's see. Well, the thing is, I feel like the MLS generally has two ways of going about signing DPs. Are they signing this marquee guy like a Lorenzo Insignia that's had a career in Europe, kind of towards the back end of his career? Or you can go like Atlanta United, Orlando, Facundo Torres, Go for the youngsters, right? Yeah, exactly. Like what we did with Diego Rossi. Exactly. And Brian Rodriguez. So, personally, uh, I like Di Maria a lot. I like his game a lot. If they want to go that route of playing someone, paying someone big bucks, but he's a certified baller, yeah. I think he could cook anyone in the league. I actually really like that. Yeah. Angel Di Maria, who's uh, had a extension with PSG, he had a two-year deal, uh, but that second year was actually an option. He's already stated that PSG will be a f- his final club in Europe. So that already opens mm-hmm. doors to possibly MLS. No doubt. Which is huge. And if you want to go to MLS, you have to go to a big club. Go to a good team. Go to a good team. Set yourself up straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not only be, you know, check out America, but enjoy yourself while you're in America. Yeah, no doubt. Why can you enjoy yourself more than L.A.? It, it kind of frightens me, though, because it's like Diego Rossi is gone. All right. We already had that kind of figured out. You know, they, they had a handshake agreement before the agreement was actually made and signed pen to paper. Mm-hmm. But now that it's official, it's like, okay, what's actually next? Yeah, we could sign another DP, but we still have another, like, contract situation we have to deal with. And that's on behalf of Carlos Vela. Mm. It's starting to see that we're getting a lot closer to the end of an era for the black and gold. And that the, our final original DP will be Brian Rodriguez, who has been having eyes on him ever since he went alone to Almera in Spain. So could this, and you know, again, we were talking about it before recording, could this possibly be the last time we see Brian Rodriguez as well? Or do you think Mm. Steve Trendolo and John Thornton are not willing to give up all the DPs right now? I don't, I don't, I don't think you could justify selling or I can guess in Bella's case, you're probably not selling, but getting rid of two DPs in like the span of a month or two, that sounds very unjustifiable. Yeah. People will be mad. I, I, including I, myself. And you would have to like 
return with something massive. Yeah. You know what exactly. I'm talking about? Like, if you want to pull Di Maria, you got to get somebody else with this caliber. Yeah. You know, Bop, it has Bop to Bop make sense. But the, the, the transaction itself doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Di Maria, sure. Replace uh, Rossi with Di Maria. That's fucking great. Yeah. That's Even fantastic. Brian Even Brian Rodriguez, if you can. But I think even two DPs giving up is is a lot. It's a bit much. Especially as a marquee like landing spot, number one in the in the West, number one in the MLS right now. Like you're just gonna give up two of your best players when you're arguably having like the best season you've had in two years. Yeah. It's a lot to think about. Especially so soon in such short time. That's sending a bad message yeah. to fans, if you ask me. You don't think so? I think so. I agree, because it's like, whoa, 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 we have everything. Everything look nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then during run the offseason, yeah, during the offseason, everyone's like, what's going on? What are we going to do? What are we going to mm-hmm. do with this? Oh, here, we got this. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. This is great, man. I'm sorry for everything I've done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then back down, you know, the drop of the roller coaster. I'm not yeah. saying that's going to happen, but of course, in the business aspect, it's definitely a possibility. 100%. We could lose, like, all three DPs. Mm-hmm. We already lost one. Rossi's gone. Vela Vela is a question mark right now. There's been rumors that, oh, everything's going good. Then it's like now they can't come in agreement to something. What's going on? We have about a month and a half. The fact that we haven't heard much does not sound good. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's not like they haven't been in discussion already. They hadn't been in discussion because they signed another six-month extension. So this is extension to the extension. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, what's going on? This is kind of concerning. At some point, you got to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. So that's two right there. And then Brian Rodriguez, which is very less likely, but it is a possibility because, again, this is a business. Mm-hmm. That there's a – it could be an offer on the table for Brian Rodriguez that you just can't pass up. Mm-hmm. And you have three free DP spots right there. You already sold Rossi. You can't come in agreement with Vela, and there's a deal that you can't pass up with, uh, with uh, Brian Rodriguez. You have to sell him. Also, on Brian Rodriguez's point, like, does he for sure? Well, no doubt, every player wants to play at the World Cup. Yeah. Is he for sure guaranteed a spot if he's playing at LAFC and not even playing that good? That's another thing too. You got to keep in mind. Yeah, you got to. You know, because that th- that's what a lot had to do with uh, Kim Moon Juan's transaction. Exactly. People want to play at the World Cup. I like where your head's at, man. Yeah, you got you to gotta look at it from other perspectives. Like, imagine Brian Rodriguez. Like, imagine... I don't, wanna, I don't want to say what is, but imagine if he's not playing the best and he doesn't get called up to Uruguay, yeah. he's going to be like, I should have went to Europe in the summer. Because then you got to think about, like, okay, you're complimenting Brian Rodriguez with the opportunity uh, uh, to play the World Cup with Carlos Vela. Okay, there's a third DP spot. Are you going to wait till the summer to get it? The summer's the best time to do it. We want to win the championship. The summer is the time when you get a DP. Yep. No later than that. You can't wait till next season. Absolutely not. So it's like Carlos Vela and who else do you pair with Brian Rodriguez? Or does Brian Rodriguez walk? <clears throat> you know what I mean? You have the midfield too. We just lost to Galaxy. It's like, do you see somebody who just lost to Galaxy playing the World Cup right now? Not even Chicharito is going to play in the World Cup. You know what I'm saying? That's another topic. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of like iffy stuff. Like, yeah. But there is that scary possibility is that we could have no DPs by this summer. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. Is it less likely? Yeah. But it's a possibility. And it's an ugly possibility. And it's an ugly one. That would mean, if that is the case, do I trust John Thorrington and Steve Chirondolo to replace that possibility with better players, with just good replacements overall, right then and there. Dude, I don't know. I don't know either. It's scary. I don't know. 
losing three players of that caliber right away yeah. and having to replace them right away, it's like... Putting yourself in a bad situation. Yeah. But again, it is less likely that it is to happen. The main concern is, and the main thing that I were, we should be prioritizing as, you know, in terms of front office stuff, is re-signing or not, just coming with the decision with Carlos Vela so yeah. we can move on. 100%. Either keep it moving with him at the helm or keep it moving and get some money. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't, you do not want Carlos Vela to leave on a free. Let's Absolutely go with not. that. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? So you have to extend him mm-hmm. unless you're willing to let him go on a free, which would kind of suck. To be honest with you, it would suck. You could, 100%. you could, if he wants to leave, re sign him and then sell him. Yeah. It, it's, it's a loss, loss if, if you don't re sign him. Yeah. You're not going to get any money back. The MLS is going to be like, the heck are you doing? How are you just gonna let go of one of our best players in the league? Yep, and like, it's just an ugly way to go out too, on his on his perspective and the fans' perspective. Like, damn, all those years just for that. Yeah, and if we were to say, how soon do you, you know, how soon will the re-sign contract be confirmed? How soon do you think? You think it's gonna be like countdown day? Like, hey, it's June 29th, man. Sign that paper, bro. I really hope not. <laughs> I hope not either, dude. I'm I, I don't. For that. I don't want to be on Vela Watch until probably May. If he doesn't have, I don't want there to be a Vela Watch. Yeah, exactly. I think it's announce it today. That would be amazing. That would be perfect. I mean, LAFC is in a press conference right now. Imagine they just announced it right there. Turner's like, oh, by the way, he just signed. Yeah, <laughs> he does it right there. I I will not begin Vela Watch until May first, my birthday. Mm. Which they're playing. Yeah, which they're playing against uh, Minnesota. Mm. Next home game after well after four twenty. And Kansas City. And Kansas City. Lots to think about. We sent Angel Di Maria for a possible DP spot. You were also mentioning Agustin Almendra. Explain to him a little bit more. Uh, he's a young fellow, twenty two years old, I believe. Contracts up next summer, and he plays for Boca Juniors. He's been playing for them for like two or three years already. And the dude is good. Yeah. The dude is generally good. He's got look from Europe. I heard even a rumor earlier in the season because he's having trouble with like front office, like contract talks and stuff like that, or in, like or in, like beef with the coach or whatever. Yeah. So I heard Atlanta was looking at him to like maybe do one of those quick like, oh no one's no no one's paying attention. Boom. Yeah. But and they don't need anybody, bro. Like they they, they already have an, <laughs> they have Thiago Almada. Plenty like, of they're they're good to go. National signings and stuff. So that's like a waste, to be honest. Yeah. That's somebody definitely we could possibly. He's a midfielder, right? Yeah, center mid. Plus, like, LAFC's strong point has not been center mid. Besides Elie, I don't think the midfield has been that great this summer compared to the defense and the attack. Yeah, I agree. Um, you We were all saying Fernandinho. I don't know. The thing is, you know what you're getting with Fernandinho. I, yeah, you do know. It, it's a lethal, like, you know, like six. He's, he's a six. He don't give a – and that's what we're talking about. I really want a player who just doesn't he give a damn. A yellow card any day of the week. Yep. I want somebody to be dirty, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I want a dirty dirty player who just drives no matter what. I think it would be interesting, Fernandinho. I think so, too, with Elias Sanchez in the middle. Yeah. Maybe even just like six months. Dual six. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Just help us win a championship. There was a – there was a rumor a couple years ago or last year, I believe it was during the pandemic, Aaron Sahavi, striker for PSV Eindhoven, Israeli international. Very good. Age is the only concern to me. Mm. 
I believe they just lost uh, Einholm and just got out of the Europa League or the Conference League, something like that. Uh, there's also a youngster that's been rumored to be, uh, shout out to Tommy Scoops, Tom Bogart. Uh, Palmeiras forward and Brazil youth international Gabriel Silva is among targets for numerous MLS clubs over the last six months. Uh, I asked him personally if LAFC could be one of those clubs. He says not that I heard of right now. Well, I was looking, you know, doing some research on him. He's around three million ish dollars, uh, and he's only twenty years old, so he'll be prime for the U twenty two initiative, and he's okay. Not bad, you know. We are a developmental club, mm-hmm. but if we're picking up somebody in the summer, I don't think it's time to development somebody right now. We need somebody who's for sure ready to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's probably somebody we could look at. He's a forward, Gabriel Silva, plays with Palmeiras. Uh, maybe um, if that's the case, you know, some what if. Kind of LAFC looking at this forward, Edward Twesta could definitely influence that move. Mm-hmm. So that's just, you know, a possibility. Interesting. Uh, and then last but not least, somebody else we got in mind, Luka Modric, Ooh. which is like another one. Like, let's say. <laughs> what ifs? What if we, we let. What, ifs? what if we let Carlos Vela walk? Mm. And we pick up Angel Di Maria and Luka Modric. That's an ultimate team. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a possibility. No, I agree. The thing is, like, if, you, if you're going to let Vela walk, you got to have a plan. That's what I'm saying. And I'm taking Luka Modric any day of the week. Honestly. <laughs> the dude is balling still at his grand old age of 60,000 years old. And <laughs> <laughs> still in his prime somehow, sending tres dedos long balls. Yeah, on bro. The dot to, to Rodrigo. Rodrigo, bro. Oh, what a goal, too, man. Yeah. Like... There's no way you can say no to Luka Modric. Both of those are a possibility. And that makes me feel better of letting Pasavella walk. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's like like you said, you got to have a plan. Are they real possibilities? Are they real possibilities, right? Are they? Are I, we being I can realistic see Di Maria here? more than Modric. Yeah, because Di Maria seems more... Uh, on his way out. Yeah, on his way to North America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, or South. I you know. He's definitely, I feel like he's still trying to go to the World Cup, though. Maybe. Um, At least be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he could be there. He probably got enough money to fly himself over there and enjoy a few games. You know what I mean? He probably got some property there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guitar. (laughs) They probably help uh, finance the stadiums and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah, man. Lots to think about. Last little prospect as as a River Plate fan. This guy, Enzo Fernandez, he's been balling out on the scene right now. He's only 21. Valued at supposedly only $7 million. Oh, That's wow. kind of an LAFC's price range. Yeah. And the dude's 21 years old. Just scored a golazo in the Libertadores. Been balling for River. Okay. He's one of the top three clubs in South America. So. Definitely someone to look at then uh, going forward. And Copa Libertadores, they're in group stage right now, right? Yeah, they just River just beat Fortaleza. There you go. They cool. scored a banger in there. Right those. Whether we trust Steve Trundolo and John Thornton or not, we have no choice but to have to. Mm-hmm. Steve Trundolo has influenced today's roster so much, there will for sure be an influence on the possibility of the new DP and Carlos Vela resigning or not. We just have to wait and see. Like I said, I'm not starting Vela Watch until May 1st of my birthday. Mm. It's all connected. When we see this. Di Maria, Vela, Jerry's birthday. It's meant to happen, man. (laughs) We'll see what's up. 
yeah that's it's a lot of crazy stuff that's going behind the scenes at lafc but uh nonetheless this lafc still has games to play and their first game after a lot of people call it el tragico mm. fair enough good name good name <laughs> oh, yeah. that's funny el tragico classico like oh come on bro just el tragico that's a good name bro good for name. this specific game very clever First game after that match against Carson. Unfortunate result, but you have to bounce back, especially with the reunion between Elias Sanchez and SKC. Mm-hmm. Elias Sanchez, as mentioned on the uh, Max and Vince podcast, shout out to those fellas, um, that, you know, he's been sharing what he's been learning uh, with SKC over the years to his black and gold teammates. Okay, a little okay. bit spy and intel type of a vibe going on there. But nonetheless, it's like, yeah, we're upset that we lost Carson in that way. Do we deserve to win? Hell yeah, we deserve to win. But we didn't, and we can't dwell on it too much. We're going to keep going and move on to the next game, but best believe that we have our eyes on July 8th for this rematch at the bank. No doubt. That's exciting to me because it's like, yeah, it hurts. So we're going to use it for good. Mm-hmm. First things first, we got to handle business at SKC. Then we got a mid-week match uh, with Orange County SC, which we'll most likely see uh youngsters play that game which will be exciting as well mm-hmm. you know we might get some las vegas lights players uh called up for the week um but yeah you gotta We're, handle business though you gotta handle I, business i get you got that match circled at the bank galaxy mm-hmm. coming up but you still got kc you still got minnesota still got a couple yep you don't, still got a few players to don't lose focus yeah exactly um another thing that comes to mind is you know what I really enjoy is all these new players are coming, only six games in, and they already love the fan base. Mm-hmm. I'm talking kind of Costa, who's on a again Max and Vince podcast, calling referring the Galaxy fans as Carson fans. Like mm-hmm. you, already adapting to the culture, man. Max and Crimbo, you've seen it. Yeah, you know, lifting up the South thing. Hey, we're winning right now. Hey, let's get loud from the very first game. From the very first game he's against a, Colorado, he's a fans player. Elias Sanchez demonstrated that. You know what? We're sorry that we disappointed you guys. Mm-hmm. When the truth is, he didn't. They he, gave he it their all. Not. They started poor, sure. But they know that you got stuff to work on. They gave effort. They did deserve to win that game against Carson, but we move on. He made it clear that their goal is to win it for the fans. Win it all. That's what I really enjoy from these newcomers thus far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm, I'm thinking, like, how were they with their previous clubs? Was Maxine Crapo kind of like that with Vancouver? Was kind of Costa, you know, praising the fans as much as he's doing it now uh, with Colorado? And was Ilya Sanchez, I mean, SKC, they got a wonderful fan base as well. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Ilya Sanchez was doing the same thing for SKC. But just the sudden change of love, unconditional, what it feels like already, six games in, that's fascinating, man. I really like that. I feel like they can tell, though. They know it's different playing for LAFC than any other MLS club. There's only a certain amount of clubs that, like, it's a different feeling going into the game. Like, the fans actually care. Like, winning is important. There's only a few real fan bases like that. And LAFC is definitely one of them. Yeah, Maybe Galaxy. Maybe, like, I think Galaxy, too, to be honest, man. I'll be honest with you. From a non-biased perspective, Galaxy is... Like, the way you're saying... They have expectations. Yeah, yeah, Like, it means... It literally means something to play for that badge. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you can't say that for every MLS club. No, you... At least not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. Like, Seattle? Maybe. 
Seattle, yeah. yeah. I would like to say, like, yeah. At that, this point, yeah. You have pride playing for clubs like Seattle, Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, LAFC, Galaxy. I'm trying to think more on top of my head. There's not too many. There's not too many. That's why. And I feel like they can tell. Austin. The- Austin already. I think that's a prideful club right there. You think so? I think so. I think they are prideful, but not on like the prestige level yeah of course type, type thing yeah i mean they're still fresh and they're still out in terms of accomplishment they still got ways to go but in terms of pride and just unconditional love from the between the players and the fans and the organization mm-hmm. that is definitely a badge you want to play for yeah i agree moving on let's preview this game yeah i'm getting hungry that dirt dog smells good Ooh, i can smell it already what you getting I don't even know. I don't know either, bro. I might get it. <laughs> Shout out to Dirt Dog. There's a new Dirt Dog uh, restaurant in Long Beach. Ooh, we got to try that right now. Anywho, preview with LAFC versus SKC. There's three players that I want to look at um, that I think we should keep an eye on for SKC, uh, which is Daniel Shallowy, who had a fantastic start to last season. This season, he's not doing too well uh, compared to last season. He was already in MVP talks within the first six games. Last year, just like how it was uh, this year in a way. He's definitely someone. And then, of course, there's Johnny Russell, who's a fantastic winger, who used to be a wing back until Peter Vermes came by over SKC, and he's been phenomenal for SKC ever since that change, even beforehand. But he's been a fantastic goal contributor for uh, Kansas City. And nonetheless, every time we play Kansas City, it's always a big game. The most memorable game I can remember against Kansas City has to be that Two to one, uh, Dio Monday, 90th minute goal in 2019, the home opener, when Dio got beer spill on his head. <laughs> oh man, that's always a tell to tell right it there. Happens. It happens, man. Gotta watch out. Nimodo, beer showers, right? Mm-hmm. Daniel Shalloway, Graham Susie, no Alan Polido for SKC. Ooh, why not? Is he hurt? He's hurt. No Alan Polido. But a big matchup that I'm looking forward to is just seeing overall Steve Chirundolo against the big clubs of MLS. Mm-hmm. I like to say Sporting Kansas City is one of the major clubs in the in Major League Soccer. Speaking, yeah, yeah, you know he's handled business against. Uh, I was gonna say Inter Miami, but no, no, no. <laughs> he's handled business against Portland. Club. He's handled business against Colorado. He's handled business against. Um, Orlando, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Galaxy, I mean, he put up a fight. Yeah. You play, you do whatever you can to control, whatever you can control, and he did exactly that. Now you're going against Peter Verme, he's a, a veteran of this league. I want to see how he can take on this, man. Yeah, no doubt. It's a real test. Definitely, and it's an exciting one for me uh, this weekend to watch him. And another thing to look forward to is just how exactly can LAFC bounce back from Carson? You know? Agree. Exploring Kansas City has not shown anything real promising up to now. They, what, got two wins? Yeah. Maybe that win at Real Salt Lake was, like, their highlight of the season so far. Yep. But this could easily be, like, a get-right game again. And a momentum builder, too. Yeah. Going into the U.S. Open Cup and then their next game. Trying to remember, I was looking at it too. For LAFC, they have an away game. They have Cincinnati opening their stadium. No, 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 not opening. They already have their stadium open. That's a nice stadium too, TQL Stadium. Yeah, has a good soccer vibe. I like it. You're thinking of Nashville already. 
I want to go to Nashville so bad. You know it too, <laughs> We're man. Going, We're, We're going, going brother. We're going to be there. I'm excited for that one. But, yeah, this is definitely a get-right game, a good momentum change, and just just looking at the slate for the next few games within the next month. You know, yeah, Sporting Kansas City this Sunday. Then you have a Wednesday game against Orange County SC. A good vibe, just rotation, rotational, have see see players how they are, you know, in terms of, you know, you're, you're going to bring down Las Vegas Lights players. I like to see Christian Don Torres, Antonio Leone, all these youngsters Danny play. John, Danny Trejo, yeah. Been, or maybe even Bru- balling, right? Bruce Elmesmari, too. We could see him uh, debut in the black and gold. Mm. That'd be a fun one. Trejo's been on fire, though. Yeah, Trejo's been. a hat trick not too right? Yeah. I think he scored a hat trick. Yeah, he scored a hat trick with the lights not, not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, and then I I expect to see John McCarthy, who was a backup goalkeeper for us, who was uh, playing for Inter Miami. Mm-hmm. I like to see him start. Just see, you know, get his feet wet a see little what bit. Happens. Yeah. We got a easy game against Cincinnati, April 24th after that one. And then Minnesota on my birthday should be a tough one, but a good one. And then an even tougher one to close out the month of May. Philadelphia, Colorado, Austin. Austin has been a high roll. We've been mentioning it from the podcast for a cool minute. No doubt. Columbus and the clean off uh, May is San Jose. That's an interesting one because what is going on up there? (laughs) It is definitely. And then it's like, this is when Van La Watch begins. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, what is going on in San Jose though? staying? It's a dumpster fire, bro. Do they want him to stay? Should is I stay or should I go? Is what I got going on what there? Even going on. Yeah, but it's definitely like a momentum builder because the month of May is gonna be difficult. That Philly game will be very interesting. That's gonna be a fun game. That yeah. Minnesota game is gonna be a fun one as well. I get to see my tío Emanuel Reynoso. Shout out to Abelo. He's not my uncle. No relation whatsoever. <laughs> but. You know, Colorado rematch in Colorado, Austin FC trip, middle of the week. And then the following weekend, we have Columbus crew. Lucas Elayaran versus Carlos Vela. Two MVP caliber teams. Players, I mean, why do I say teams? Yeah. So, these next few weeks is going to be like a slow build up to the what we really need to build up, which is the month of May. The month of May will probably be our toughest month of our schedule this season. So... Yeah. June, June has a very interesting start. June has a fun one, too. I'm not trying to get too ahead, but Seattle, yeah. Red Bulls, Dallas? Yeah. That's not too easy. Especially at Seattle. Should we give our uh, predictions and final thoughts? Let's do it. I want to give a final thought real quick. You want to do some odds or anything? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm only $5 left in my... <laughs> <laughs> my underdog account. <laughs> we'll on that for yeah, we'll save it for later. Final thoughts. This game needs to be a bounce back win. LAFC needed to win this game to just carry the momentum forward. You know, reset the, the mindset. You know what? We messed up against Carson. Whatever we messed up on, we tried to clean it up. We cleaned it up. Got it taken away from us. Oh, well, it is what it is. But in terms of, you know, moving forward, this is how you move forward with the win against SKC. Because it only gets tougher from here on out. That yeah. Carson Galaxy game was tough because we weren't just playing against Carson. We weren't just playing against the referees. We were also playing against ourselves. Mm-hmm. So how can we move forward? That's what I'm thinking right now. Yep. I'm also thinking this is right before a U.S. Open match. Not exactly the most important game. 
not necessarily to sit, to downplay it. At least right now. Yeah. Not, because it's too early. Yeah, not to downplay it, but you should play your starters in this in this game against KC. Yep. And see get the dub. Get a convincing dub. That way we can get off your back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to have this conversation every week. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a close one, I think. You think but so? definitely a refreshing type of game. I'm going two one. What do you call oh, two one? Two one. That's what you did last week. You know what happened? <laughs> ah, you're right. Do something else, Jerry. 1-0. All right, bet. I'll take it. 1-0. It's going to be a, 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 a stalemate of a game, 1-0. I'd love to see Vela, man. Just give us something, something more right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You 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 played great against Carson. Keep that going. I want to say Vela. If not, Opoku. I want to see Mahala keep burning it up. Yeah. Or even Rayito. Someone of our forward line, please get that ball behind the net. And back please. line, I need a fantastic performance from you. Yeah. You were lacking last game. Yep. What you got from your brother? What's your prediction? Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 just because I like seeing a lot of goals. I like that. Where are they coming from? Um, I'm coming from I think it's going to be a stalemate in the first half, and then it's going to break open somehow. Either we score, they score. Like that Colorado game? Yeah. Okay, that exactly. home opener. Right on. I'm going to call at least one Mahalo Golo. All right. That'll do it, right? Yeah. Third dog on deck? Let's go. All right, cool. I'm ready. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Los Angeles Saga Let's Show. Go, baby. This is your Friday preview, LAFC versus SKC. Woo! Should be a fun one. We'll be there, right? Yes, sir. We'll be there this Sunday. We're missing out on the US Summer Cup, unfortunately. I got some intramural stuff to handle, man. I got I gotta be Chris Penso for the week. I gotta be Carlos Villa. There you go. Man of the match performances. Other than that, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Follow us at Los Angeles Saga. You can follow me, Jerry Reynoso, at JR4YNOSO. You can follow me, Jonathan Ortega, at where John at on Twitter. Thank you, gang. Thank you, family. We'll see you guys soon. Dale, dale. Black and gold. Product. But I don't even want that If I felt like I'd buy you, you